Welcome to Girls No Filter podcast. I'm Jess and I'm here with Gabby. Hi. And Kelly. Hello. Welcome back. We hope you've been loving the series so far. We have loved doing it. And today we have a really, really special guest, a great friend of mine and just an all in all fabulous, amazing person oh. is the one and only Vicky Patterson. <laughs> Yay! Hello. <laughs> I feel a bit embarrassed after that, Jess. Yeah, when are you ever embarrassed, Vic? Well, you've made us blush, that's for sure. Oh. And it's even more exciting actually today because we have Vicky's film crew here who are filming for her very own reality show. Exciting, although Gabby and I both forgot. So <laughs> I did when, tell them I'm getting the blame. When this airs on camera, please don't judge. We didn't make much of an effort. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be honest, I've barely put anything on. I don't know if it's me, but as I'm getting older, are you finding that you don't care so much what you look like in terms of the amount of makeup you put on? Oh no, I don't care what I look like in, in all terms. To be fair, you've always been quite, you, you'll either go like no makeup, or yeah. lies. Yeah, see, I was always like, couldn't leave the door if I was going to be on camera without a face full of makeup. You've always been like that, though, Jess. Yeah. Even before Tower. Yeah, you were like, like that. literally. But I went on Good Morning Britain the other day and I did my makeup in the car, mm-hmm. really quite natural, mm-hmm. and then did my own hair the night before. And I was like, you really have changed, Jess. Like, but you I, are also really good at doing your own makeup. Like, yeah, you are. But even You've got that, it like, I'm doing it naturally. Like, today, I've just. Did you I've, do that? Did you? Did you yeah. yeah, I've barely got. I've got a bit of tinted moisturiser on. Bronzer, a bit of mascara. <sighs> Makes you sick. Sorry for so many. Yeah. Oh, God, Jess. I know, seriously. I, I'm always the girl that runs to the shops or goes shopping with hair off my head and no makeup on. And either Jess or my mum or Jess's mum would say to me, you got any makeup on? You know, that really like patronising question. I get that when, when they I've know got... you haven't. I get... Are you okay? Are you feeling? <laughs> yeah. Are you, right? you being ill? No, but you <laughs> never know you're who you're going to bump into. Just go to the shops to get a drink. No, my motto is: you never know who you're going to bump. Well, it used to be: you never know who you're going to bump into. But now, I mean, I'm in the gym looking like a hog or something like this. Yeah, yeah makeup awful. and the gym is really unacceptable. Does yeah, it, does, does oh, anyone no, else think so? Those. I can't bear it when I see girls with a full face of makeup on in the gym. I'm guilty of sometimes. Yeah, but is that really? because you've been filming or something? Yeah. So you, there's no point. Yeah, yeah. You're like, it looks nice. Might as well go in with it on. That's it. You think you know what? may give them I'll keep them on their tours yeah and how nice actually to look at yourself in the mirror when you're working out looking good because actually it's always not... a shock because you're normally used yeah. to looking in the mirror in the gym and being like oh but it's sweaty like... mess yes. oh hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right this workout's paying off yeah <laughs> this is actually all really related to the subject today so we thought with you like the best thing for us to discuss is growing up we've both grown up in this industry we have and I feel like our views have obviously really changed from when we were young to now, mm-hmm. including you girls. Mm-hmm. Even like with the fact that we, we grew up without social media. So like we thought we'd nail in on 18 versus 30, the thoughts that you had then and the thoughts you have now in terms of how you behave, what you feel and everything else. Ooh, Things we're you would, Yeah, we're going mm. way back. <laughs> Things you would tell your old, your 18-year-old self. And in the on the end, we're we're all going to give like golden life rules that we think are like going forward the ones we can go forward now and be confident in, and what we should have known twenty years or ten yeah. years ago, whatever. Or things you tell your eighteen year old self or your daughter. Yeah, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. This is a really nice podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very girly. We think so. <laughs> um, so yes. Kelly's found an amazing article, which was the letter Victoria Beckham wrote to herself when she turned 40 for Vogue. Right. Actually, she was 42, I think, when it was published. But yeah, it was looking back, same sort of concept. And it is mad when you read what she says. We're not going to go through the whole thing because it's too long, but we've picked out parts of it Mm -hmm. and we're kind of 
discussing those and then relating them to us. Okay. So let's dive into some of the questions then. Yeah, so, okay. Vicky, the first kind of topic that she talks about is appearance. Mm-hmm. So one of the things she says to herself is she wouldn't have worn so much hairspray. Mm-hmm. She would have told herself to wear less makeup, let her skin breathe, mm-hmm. and don't let the makeup artist shave off her eyebrows because the effects last forever. <laughs> so are there any things that you'd advise yourself not to do? When you look back at old pictures, do you cringe and think, I can't believe I ever looked like that? <laughs> like, what would you tell your 18-year-old self in terms of your appearance? It's so weird just to like go back to what you just said before. Yeah. I think as you get older, you naturally just become more accepting of who you are. Yeah. And that that goes across the board in everything. Like you you know who you are personality wise. Like mm. I accept I'm always gonna be a little bit opinionated, a little bit loud, that's me. Yeah. And yeah. I think when you get to about thirty you think I'm not gonna fucking change, am I? It's so true. Thirty yeah. is such a pinnacle time in a woman's life. I think it is, isn't it? Really it's is. very definitive. It's everything yeah. kind of your views change totally, and you almost really sit back and be like, "I am who I am." Yeah. And before I was a bit of a nutcase running around the town, like not knowing who I was and not knowing where my life was gonna go. But then you get to thirty, and you just sort of like you relax. Yeah, this is me, yeah. and yeah. I know who I am. And also because you know it's it gets mm. a lot harder to change as well, yeah. like your appearance. I've always hated certain parts about myself and now I try to embrace those and actually enhance those things with the clothes that I wear because actually it's just too hard to change my body shape now. Yeah, I can't be totally. bothered. I'm like, this is my body shape. It's too hard work to try and change it. So embrace what you've got. And also you sort of accept it and you, you love it. You're like, yeah. you know what? My legs are quite long so I'm going to embrace it and wear shorts. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like, before you're like... Yeah, like, you know, I've always hated my legs. and I, said, I kill myself. I can't wear mini dresses. I'm like, I really want... No, just get over it. You rock trousers. You rock pencil skirts better than most people. So like, that your thing yeah. yeah get over it like that's yeah, it's, it. no, it's playing to your strengths isn't it as you yeah. get to this stage but in terms definitely. of appearance i mean like obviously she said don't wear too much hairspray wear less makeup i think that is just going back to when i was like probably i started wearing makeup about 15 mm. i was like brown I think we were younger than that probably like oh full. god yeah. yeah yeah definitely we were 13 14 we right, started fine. kissing boys at 12 Oh. Speak for yourself. I was you were. Who? We I wish. Oh, it's all coming out now. Um, no, but I used to wear like dark brown lipstick and oh, like bright yeah. orange bronzer. The the key back then was to just be as orange as possible. Yeah. Yeah. All Why? over the face. Was that the thing? It was so weird. I, I swear Essex as well got a bad name for that. Oh, no, yeah, we were we were always very orange as well. And we had um big orange face. Bright pink blusher, no bronzer, no contour, no eyebrows. I look like a boiled egg. Yeah, yeah. No we did too. No, I don't know why. No I didn't think I needed eyebrows. And then, I didn't like, know what eyebrows sil- were, did we? No. Like Silver eyeshadow. Oh, yeah. Oh, silver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine, actually, looking back when I, when I was looking at this earlier and thinking about what I used to do on my face, blue, bright blue eyeshadow. Yes. Yeah, and blue eyeliner because they used to say, "Oh yeah, or, or green eyeliner, bring out the color of your eye." Yeah, and- <laughs> I see my thing for a while. I don't know if anyone else was with me. I don't think you were. Concealer on the lips. Oh yeah, and then we a lip gloss that. over the top. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, I looked like I'd tipexed my mouth shut. Yeah. it was so you a had joke. No eyebrows and no lips. We you like- looked ill. Yeah, we looked ill, and we wonder why it took us to thirty to find men. <laughs> I know exactly. Oh my god! Do you remember you used to put hairspray in your face to set your makeup? Sometimes I still do that if I've run out of spray. <laughs> eye. If I'm in a rush or I've not packed my spray, I'm like, fuck it. That'll do. Yeah. Can you imagine like? Life before fake eyelashes. We weren't wearing fake eyelashes at like 14, no, I, 15, I, 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 25, I think I was when I started wearing fake eyelashes. Can you imagine what we must have looked like with no eyebrows, no lashes, and concealer lips? Well, we just had the, the yeah. only, <laughs> our, our only saving grace in all of this is that 
we were kind of in the early days of social media, yes. so we haven't actually got a record yeah. of what we were like well, at Facebook 12, didn't come out until I think I was 20, or I found it at 20. Yeah, no, so it came out long that. before that, but you were quite a late joiner. Uh, really, a late Yeah, because yeah, I've got older pics on mine than you have on yours. But, no, really? Um, yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I look at like yeah. kids now and like some of mine oh, have got 16 year old kids now. Yeah. And like I look at them, like one of them came out with us on my Christmas night out. I shouldn't, she shouldn't have really, but she did. She's 16. <laughs> and I, I look at her and I think, you could be like 25. 20, yeah, 100%. They don't have that youth. There's that we no have. awkward stage girl, no. do you know no. what I mean? Like they just go so straight true. into being these. Like, my sister, she's 18. So she, it's yeah. the same. She's grown up with social media. Like she, she actually said the other night, she was in the gym. She said to me and my mum, she was like, I was really concerned the other day in the gym. We were like, why? She was like, there was these two girls that couldn't have been over 12 or 13 running on the running machine, like fully like doing a full on gym session uh-huh. at the age of 12. She was like, they've obviously looked at stuff on Instagram, like fitness pages mm. of girls. Was, like, yeah. looking really fit and be like I need to be like that I need to go to, like at 12 I was out on my bike yeah. yeah. obviously now it's not safe maybe but I just think yeah Social I would never media. take back those years yeah. like even disposable cameras you don't oh. know what's going to come out at the end of a holiday oh my God. Yeah. you get your pictures developed you used to wait for your pictures <laughs> like, yeah. it's just it was the best you I couldn't know. filter them well, we had a childhood didn't we we were yeah. allowed that time to sort of to explore to be silly to mistakes. learn exactly and now like because of social media, because of that overexposure, you can't make a mistake because mm. everyone's watching. So these young girls and boys, but they're almost just like too polished too soon, and they're being mm. robbed of the like of the freedom as yeah. children. And I hate it. It worries me. Yeah, yeah, I always think this that when I haven't got kids yet, but. There must come a point as a parent where you want to hold them back from that, mm. but you also don't want them to be the kid that's left out. That's different. Like, there must be so many parents where they go, but mum, everyone else has got an iPhone. Mm, and then yeah. you're like, well, I don't, I don't want my kids to be the only one that hasn't because yeah. he or she will feel left I out. I think, but unfortunately, there's no escaping so it now because social media is everywhere and it's going to be in their faces. You just have to try and keep your kids grounded, teach them, I guess, that, yeah. that you know, being perfect isn't real yeah mm-hmm. everything's best. airbrushed and mm. but we're guilty of it like we, I, i'll be the first yeah. person to say oh i'll put everything up on my instagram that's real you're brilliant because you mm. literally wake up on a hangover and put a picture up see i still <laughs> haven't got to that point yet and uh, so i'm guilty of wanting a nice perfect picture up yeah i love that but, picture you did recently vic i think you had on a bikini chins. top no oh. and you were <laughs> <laughs> you were behind a wall i think you just stood in a bikini top uh-huh. in front of a wall uh-huh. and it was just a really open and honest post Aww. and it was just lovely just it's little perks like that that you get every now and again from influencers on Instagram it just keeps yeah. you grounded keeps you reminded but they're saying they're going to take the likes off of posts aren't they good. I think it's a good idea I, I, yeah, I think it's a great idea because yeah. people will start work. like not caring as much what they post you yeah. know like you, you might want to post a coffee because it looks really nice but mm. we're like it might get really shit likes or whatever but you can actually just post it because you want to share your life exactly yeah. Yeah. my pictures get shit likes like just to put that out there I hate that I actually know that about myself but some of mine I can wallop one up and it gets a quarter of a million yeah. and you think mm. fuck no I mean it wasn't but then similarly I can put one up and it's I think beautiful aesthetically pleasing works yeah. with the rest of my images two and a half thousand now I've got 4.3 million Instagram followers mm. yeah. everybody is ignoring that post no 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 I get it too I've Isn't got one amazing? before and sometimes I'll get like 1500 likes and I'm like what like it's it, it, it's it does destroy you like God, like, is it really that but crap? People don't what am want, I doing wrong? But people don't want to see the aesthetically beautiful pictures. Did Did you see the one that Emily Atak put up the other day? I like her. I, I yeah, love her. Good. And she put up a picture and her stomach, 
she hadn't held in her stomach. Oh, yeah, so I she said, didn't hold my stomach in, couldn't be asked. And she put up the picture <laughs> and it got. Yeah, and I actually did the exercise because we've been talking about this topic a lot in the podcast. Going back and I looked, what does she, she got like 50,000 likes on this picture. And I went back and thought, what does she normally get? Mm. It was five times more than yeah. what she normally yeah. gets. It's easy. For the beautiful pictures. I just, it I just, think it does vary though. That's the thing. So yeah, sometimes I think you it can't monitor vary. it. And I think we're going really far the other way. I, I've noticed now on Instagram to the point where people are posting real pictures so much more often to try and expose themselves and yeah. and be more relatable yeah. so, to show that they're not edited, to show that they're not filtered, to show that they have got flaws. For all that, your Instagram is a glimpse into your life, a photo album into, into you as a person. I think it has to be authentic and it has to be genuine. What kills me is that we're bombarded daily with these unrealistic images of perfection. Yeah. And us as women... I think we are almost strong enough to deal with it. Yeah. I am wise enough to look at these images and go, well, she my pal and I know she doesn't look like that all the yeah. time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her a like because she scrubbed up well. But I know that's not her. Do you know what I mean? I saw her last week. She's at least two sizes bigger than that. <laughs> but then there's a 14-year-old girl who got teased at school because she's slightly bigger than the other ones or she got her boobs first or she's got bad yeah. skin or whatever. Mm. And she sees that image and she thinks that in order to be beautiful, to be accepted or to be validated as a person, and that is the only way she can look mm. and I I can't be a part of that movement so yeah you will find glamorous images you will find campaign stuff that's edited that's airbrushed mm. but at the same time you will find a picture of us hungover you yeah. will find a caption of me saying that I'm struggling this week Yeah, I endeavour to be as honest as I possibly can it's not an inspiration thing it's for my own mental health and it's yeah. for the like it's for yeah. all of us really and that's yeah. why you've got 4.3 million followers yeah. Yeah. yeah just like more of my pictures will you <laughs> <laughs> so on that true. topic as well um, this is Link to that basically talking about surgery so something else that Victoria mentioned in her article um she basically would tell herself now looking back to her you know younger self not to have the boob job boob job that she had so do you regret anything long term or you know that you've done to your body or would you tell yourself your younger self to do something not to do something how do you girls feel on the subject going back my boobs are far too big than what they need to be in every bikini they hang out you've always said yeah. this Jess. Yeah. I've had conversations with you for years drives me mad but then I've been to three surgeons and been like I want to make them smaller and they're like don't fix what isn't broke they're great boobs whatever they look good undressed so don't fix them but Look, going back now, basically what I'm saying is, going back now, I didn't have it until I was 26. So I'd definitely say wait until you're at least mid-20s. Agreed. And um, I would never have gone this big. Oh, you thought you weren't old enough to have it? Uh, no, 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 I think I was. I think yeah. 26 is quite a good age to decide if you want a boob job. Yeah. I mean, there's your girls that have them at 18, is... which I think is far too young. Oh, but at 26, yeah. your body's... Your yeah, body's fully grown. Yeah. It's, you've got what you've got, you know what I mean? And if you make a change, it's not like, oh, it could have rectified itself naturally that was what yeah. you had but I think as well I think like big boobs were more in fashion then and they're not now well it's like this oh, craze at the minute so like everyone getting massive bums yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right it's that'll be out of fashion in five years of course and then you're left with this massive saggy ass. yeah, yeah. And you think you've got to take the implants out and you're left with skin <laughs> flapping around just two pillowcases every time you walk <laughs> yeah but it's, surgery is a real with them. sort of tricky thing and do not to any young girls out there don't I just think don't go there until it just let your body least... grow. Yeah. How think, about you, Vicky's? Well, I think Jess has always been really hard on herself when it came to that because we got a boob job at a similar time. Yeah. I was about, I think I was about 26, 27. I'd lost loads of weight. I did my fitness DVD and I'd always had like boobs that suited my shape, so to speak. And when I lost all my weight, I was left with these like 
only way to describe them is like spaniels he has like just because there's boobs are sacks of fat so if you lose all your weight they're just they're like empty, hanging empty condoms so that's more reason though <laughs> to go for a boob job isn't it like yeah. mine was just because I wanted them a bit bigger but yeah like that's kind of I went for it and I've like I never once regretted it never did and then I'm think like I think now like the suit me shape, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they're not perfect. Mm. This idea that you're going to get fake boobs and every pair is going to be absolutely perfect yeah, it's and not like, the case. Going to look like they're doing pornos or whatever. That's yeah. absolutely not the case. But mm. I am pleased with my decision. I was old enough to make it. I never denied it. I was always dead honest. Um, I never went too big for me frame. I embraced it. No, I, I, I honestly can say if you're Going to make a decision like that. Just wait until you're old enough. Okay, so next is career. Victoria advises herself to do certain things when it comes to her career, hence to answer the ad to be in the band originally, Spice Girls, which she obviously did and it's obviously paid off. Mm. I wouldn't say ever to change anything because I feel like where we are now, we wouldn't be here if we'd changed things. Mm. But at the same time, if I could like hope that I'd still be happy as I am, I would probably have done more in terms of my singing. So obviously I got my record deal and did my single and whatever, but... My agent at that time said to me, I don't think you should go down the singing route now. I think you should do this, this and this. I wish I'd done more of musical theatre at the time and not waited till now to try and get into it. Yeah. Mm. But you should always do whatever sets your soul on fire. I know, like, you're so I, right. I think quite often when you're on this hamster wheel, when you're caught up in whatever industry you're in, but like ours in particular, when money is regular and things are easy and things are coming your way, it's very difficult to say no. It's very difficult mm. to be like, yeah, that's all right, but there's something else I want more. It's mm. very, very hard because for me, I know in particular, I feel so grateful for anything that comes my way. Like, I still feel like I don't really deserve where I am and, like, I'm not really sure. I always feel like one day the, the public are just going to wake up and be like, she's a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I always get really worried yeah, about you it. you always so. need kind of validation in this industry because yeah. it's so up and down and the job's so far. And exactly. In between. And there's and so many people now competing for such little work that when it does come your way, your instant reaction is to say yes, when mm. sometimes you should take a beat and think, yeah. is this right for me? Yeah. Mm. It was Rylan gave me some of the best advice I've ever been given when I come out of the jungle. And he was like, everyone's going to want you now. He says, everyone's going to want you now. And he says, and at this moment in your career, it's more important what you say no to than what you say yes to. So true, yeah. Mm. And at the time, I didn't understand. I just sort of thought, like, well, I want to say yes to everything. I want to mm. be on every channel. and I want to. But what he meant was, like, don't oversaturate the market yeah. with yourself. Like, yeah. do things that are important to you. Do yeah. things that set your soul on fire rather than just something that pays well or just something that's easy enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. That's good advice. How about you, Gab? Have you thought, you know, there's anything that you wish you'd... We know about we, <laughs> we we know about your musical theatre career dream, but um, yeah. anything else in terms of your career that you've you know missed out on no. or opportunities so far? That you think? No, I the only thing is that when I was younger, I was really into musical theatre and I should have gone to drama school. That that's the only thing I regret. Otherwise, yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of career, for me, no. I feel like I've taken the right path. I don't. I you know what I'm like. I don't like to live with regrets or anything. Yeah. But one thing that I do probably wish I'd done more is work harder at university um, and also <laughs> at school to, to sort of help, you know, even further my career or further my education and my knowledge knowledge <clears throat> now because I think I was so caught up in that time with like, having such a good time. Like, we lived the high life, didn't yeah. we? That's what uni's for. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Our 20s were It's getting the balance, right, me? It is. Even, like, you know, in sixth form, we... 
Well, like we dust about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we still come out of good grades, but well, yeah, we, we had a good time. We came yeah. out okay, but had I worked harder, I hear my parents' voices now saying, like, mm. apply yourself. And I think if I were looking back now and I could just say to myself, just, you know, bear in mind that this is setting you up for the future. So do mm. apply yourself and do work that little bit harder. So then career wise, it all sort of falls into place. Having said that, I'm really happy in my career and I feel like it has panned out. But yeah, probably would have just worked a little yeah. bit harder. I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. And it's nice to have that feeling because I think then you can be satisfied in what you have done. Yeah. And that yeah. you haven't sort of missed anything out that you wish you should have done or whatever. Yeah. I do feel like my current job does set my soul on fire, but like in, in a working capacity. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've just switched the role that I do within my company yeah. to a different role. Now I'm looking after all creative advertising work. And like Ooh. that for me gets me out of bed. I absolutely love it. You're a creative person. That's yeah, what you need. Yeah, I love it. But like, so that for me is like my solace because I'm like, no, it's okay because that does really sets my soul on fire but I mean not as much as being on a stage would I mean I went to see my niece the other night she's in the new Joseph musical oh. I cried from the minute she got off stage on stage the minute she left it was partly I was How crying because she was amazing it was partly crying with jealousy. She had jealousy I did I was like that should be me how old is Devon, girl? She's 11. She's 11. And she she's, just was oh, that one of the main parts. She's like, she was an absolute superstar. And uh, my sister always had a musical theatre dream as well. So we were both crying, thinking she's living our dream. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't anyway. know if I've ever heard anyone be jealous of an 11 year old. Well, I'm the first. Um, so hopefully, yeah, she'll do really well through that. So leading kind of on the subject of fame. So Victoria, mm. in this article, also tells herself how to handle fame and to try and enjoy it a little bit when she's looking back on her. Mm. 18 year old self enjoy the travel exploring all the countries you get to visit rather than she says being young silly sitting in the hotel room complaining about how tired you are so obviously you two are in the spotlight and you can relate and what would you tell yourself in the early years of becoming famous oh god it's so hard isn't it i mean Mm. where'd you begin i made a lot of mistakes like a lot of mistakes geordie shaw in itself lent itself to making mistakes Mm. it was such a fast-paced controversial and downright car crash format that your mistakes were what made the show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember being unaware of the amazing opportunity I was being given. So I was so, like, I was so tired and so out of my comfort zone. And so it, it wasn't my type of people necessarily that I was with. I missed me mates, yeah. my real friends. I missed me family. So because of all that, I wasn't grateful for the amazing opportunity I was being given half the time. Like, they took us everywhere. Mexico, Australia, Barcelona, ski seasons. They took us everywhere. I remember like whinging. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm tired and I didn't like what you took, what got with our lunch. Like, and it was just because like in myself, I was unhappy. You know what I mean? Because I was lonely, because I was surrounded by all these people, but nobody really got us. So it's like wherever you were in the world, you were unhappy because you weren't with your loved ones. And you were with so many people, but still lonely, I suppose. Exactly. So I was just unhappy no matter where I was. And I didn't take a second. Like now, obviously, being older, like regardless of where my job takes us, regardless of how jet lagged I am, regardless of how tired, regardless of how out my comfort zone I am, I can always appreciate the amazing th- opportunities that come my way. Yeah, I think we're quite similar on that level. We're both very grateful yeah, and humbled course. by everything that we get. Everything that comes and my way. And some people that get in this industry, like whether they've just come off Love Island and they've shot to fame overnight, you watch them and, and you can see the differences in them, can't you? And like course. some are really grateful and humble and some are just kind of expectant entitled entitled, and it's just so annoying to watch because I want to grab them and be like listen to me now 
the more entitled and, and, you know, like that you behave now, the, the shorter the this journey, journey is career and journey I, think is the gen- be. I think the generation's entitled, I think, w- yeah. with you're famous or you're not, because they've grown mm. up with so many, absolutely, the opportunities out there. They, they're mini entrepreneurs. It's so easy to get successful than these days. They are entitled because mm. it's so easy. Mm. But if, if you girls could live your lives over again, would you choose fame? I've never liked fame. I've never liked fame at all. It's hard no. because that comes alongside so many amazing opportunities and experiences and obviously money or whatever, you know, mm. doing things that we enjoy for money. It's hard, isn't it? Because you can't say no because then that would all go as well. I like money. Yeah. <laughs> I like money. Me too. I, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? I yeah. mean, yeah, in the end, that's what it's all about yeah. for everyone really, isn't it? Like everyone um, needs to earn a living. Yeah, you're right. It's just a vehicle in which I chose to make money. I didn't have nothing growing up. Like I'm not. It's not. This isn't a sub story or anything. But like, I, we were comfortable, but we weren't. I knew what it was like to be told no. Yeah, if you know totally, what I mean. Me yeah. Too. And um, I sort of always wanted. I didn't want to be looked after by a man. I didn't want to have to be beholden on anyone. I wanted to have everything I wanted. I want to be able to look after my family. I wanted all these things, and I was going to succeed regardless of the vehicle that I chose. That was a promise I made to myself. Mm. I was as surprised as anyone. The, the route I chose to take. But once I was on that hamster wheel, it felt like you're here now, you best make the most of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fame is a really, it's it's a negative byproduct of wealth, I think. Mm. I want to be rich, so rich that my family never have to worry about anything. Yeah. But having everybody know every movement you make, like having everyone feel the right to have an opinion on your life, the way you look, everything, that's invasive, that's not mm. nice. Yeah. You two are like no strangers to paps. Victoria Beckham tells herself, you know, her younger self to be less image conscious, to relax. And, you know, having endured those invasive paps and critical comments in the media, to relax a bit. She got papped with Brooklyn, sorry, when she was pregnant with Brooklyn, round a pool in LA. And she said she's not been able to relax in a bikini since. Oh, that's horrible. And she said she probably we know exactly won't be. How she feels that <laughs> she, she was forty-two when she wrote that, and she probably won't be until she'll feel the same. Even at sixty-two, she'll still be telling herself. Oh God, to, will be worse. Yeah, will be worse. So yeah, for you two, you've both been on the receiving ends of this kind of attention, and you know, like perhaps putting out pictures that you have shit pictures. Yeah, <laughs> soul yeah, destroying. You want to How do you deal with that? And how would you tell? What would you tell your younger self when they were first in the limelight about that? Do you still feel like as affected and down by it now as you did back then or do you deal with it differently when it comes to being papped in a bikini we've both had it you know yeah we've had conversations lords made um but what you have to do now so i literally i i don't instagram anything Mm -hmm. of my holiday until i get back which is boring i hate it because i will know that people that follow me might want to see what i'm up to they might not Um, (laughs) probably not but you know i want to be able to put up a, a really nice Fanta lemon with a really nice palm tree or whatever, you know. But I'm like, absolutely not, because in case they recognise that chair from this hotel in this continent, I'm not putting it up. I can't take the risk anymore. Nah, pups it's, it's are, that simple. They're just the worst. They're the absolute worst. And I know some pups, right? Like I'll hold my hand up, who like who you're on quite good terms with, who the messaging you be like, they be like, listen, Vic, I've seen you here. Is there any chance of getting some pictures? Yeah. That going like 
taking it like that direct route I'm much more likely to say you know what that was nice of you yeah let's get totally. some totally because you can control it as exactly, well exactly yeah. yeah but I haven't done that for years because just getting me picture taken or seeing someone with a camera it could be a fucking tourist and I see them with a camera and I get anxiety oh I'm the same mm. same. I, I drive, same I drive my friends my family my boyfriend mad round a swimming pool I'm like this he's taking a picture he's taking a picture He's like, Jess, he's taking a picture of the building behind you and he's definitely foreign. He doesn't speak English. He was not going to know who you are. And I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. But you, you do, you end up getting yourself up, worked yeah. up thinking if I just bend over to get my water, I'm going to look horrendous in that angle. You know, we are, we like our food. We oh. we work out, but we like our food. We're not skinny rice and we don't shit. want to be. No, you I don't. Don't. no, no, no. Honestly, on my Instagram picture, it's one thing. Like when me and you, no pups coming and we're on a night out. It's another thing. When I am sitting around a pool, right, 10 days into an all-inclusive oh. with me family, right, I look shit. I look, I look shit. shit we all do. Especially in harsh sunlight. Oh. I mean, no one looks good in that, let alone... I was just about to say, the only, the only people that look good in that are the people on Love Island. Like, 20-year-old oh, yeah. something. Fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> That's got to have a filter on it. I'm sorry, that camera's I know, got to I have don't a know what they it. do to those girls' bodies. They're but young. They're babies. It, it we is. look like that at 20. Actually, I've I'd never, never looked like I don't like know that. if I'd hit. I've never looked like that. My never looked like that in a thong bikini hence why I've never worn one yeah. yeah but that's because we weren't eating right and working out and these girls have grown up in that era where mm. they know how to eat and how to work out so that's why the bodies look like that because at think? that age they've got less to fight back 100% I don't know I don't know I think everyone's made how they are but I, ugh, I don't know I, I read somewhere that this generation so the ones who are on Love Island and stuff mm. in particular the younger ones they haven't got this like uh, mentality of like a binge drinking culture Mm. You know, when we grew up, it was like getting your That's all you had oh, to yeah. do, isn't it? Like, you went out, you drank got to get drunk. Yeah, you drank to get drunk. We'd meet on the yeah. streets. It's terrible when I say it now because my mum would go mad, but we'd meet on the streets at 16 years of age, buy alcohol illegally, from yeah. the, well, not legally, you know, someone would buy it for us, whatever. <laughs> Mums. Yeah, from the license. <laughs> and we'd drink in the street because we had nothing else to do. But that's it. So you would, you'd get drunk, you'd cop off with a fella, you'd all go back to your mum's. Or your you'd mums. go into a bar yeah. that you're not meant to be in yeah. or whatever. But you'd have a wicked time. Like, you'd wake up the next morning all howling over bacon sandwiches that your mum made. Yeah, I have no idea they where you'd be. They were brilliant. But this generation, they're not about that. No. They no. embrace mindfulness. Yeah. They want a picture for the gram. So they're not, yeah. they're not going to Magalhães. They don't let over in the streets. Yeah. They're not getting the memory. Like, they're I'm, going to I'm, Dubai. Yeah. They're going to Dubai because they want that picture in front Absolutely. of the bird. Yeah. 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 so right. Yeah. It's mental. Where do they get the money from? Where do they get the money from? Influencers. Yeah. Yeah. They're influencers. <laughs> they're all yeah. fucking selling teeth whitening, aren't they? That or a slimming tea. What what teeth whitener are you backing at the moment, Mickey? <laughs> Haven't done it for years, but I did like Damon Waits back in the day. <laughs> I'm sure we both worked with him. <laughs> Who hasn't, man? <laughs> oh, oh god! Little plug there. Um, so next we come. We're nearly at the end. We're at style now. She has obviously found her style and settled into her comfort zone in terms of fashion later in life. She tells her younger self to wear sunglasses a lot, even inside. So I suppose she's looked back on everything and the one thing that she wishes she'd done more was wear sunglasses. But I feel like she's always worn sunglasses. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I don't know why to have God. I think that's the one thing that I love Victoria Beckham and always have. I love our relationship with David. I love the I love our kids. I love our transition into the world of fashion, being like a mogul, all the rest of it. But I feel like she sometimes looks like she takes herself too seriously, and yeah. I don't believe she does. If you read any interviews with people, yeah, like apparently she's Gora, quite. She takes out of herself a bit, doesn't she? She's she? meant yeah. to be hilarious yeah. on the yeah. slide. But then like, that must be a real insecurity the or slide. the projection of wanting to put herself out there as this real high fashion mogul. Yeah. 
it's, it's one or the other. It's, it's either that she's insecure, so she wants to cover every part of her smile up because she doesn't like her smile. I think she plays a she... character and it's part of the facade. Yeah, like that could yeah. She's still playing Posh Spice then, isn't she? Yeah, yeah pretty really. much. But yeah. then, like, I feel like, I think that's the one bit of her she should just let go of. She should just chill out a bit and relax and show the world herself a bit more. It must be exhausting as well. So we had this conversation with Kelly a little while ago about style. And do you remember we sat around the table in the Hoxton Hotel? Yeah. We were like, right, can you tell us all how we need to dress? And Kelly was like, right, well, you should emphasize this part of your body. <laughs> She's a stylist. And I, I haven't worn an off-the-shoulder top since we had that conversation, by the way, Kelly. Have you not? Good for you. Because my shoulders really slope. And Kelly was like, if you don't like shoulders, don't wear off-the-shoulder. I was like, of course. Is there, what, with your style, you girls, what are the things, like, what are your go-to outfits that make you, like, how's your style Long sleeves, low-cut, low-cut top is on me. I've got, really, I've got really broad shoulders and I've got big boobs, so to make them look a little bit less big, I wear a low-cut there. Yeah. Not too low cuts. So they're all hanging out, and a long sleeve. Right, okay. That's my, like, go-to. I'm all about, like, um, like a midi, but, like, a silhouette pencil shape, something that's nipping. Yeah, because nice. cur- we're both curvy, like, yeah. sort of smaller waist. Exactly, mm. nipping in at the waist. Yeah. Like, Cover the bum and yeah. the thighs, and they cut just below the knee. Nice. Yes. You're like, it's sexy, but you're not but giving too much away. It's taken us years yeah. to learn that, hasn't it? Like oh, I feel like mate. for the first six, seven years of this industry, I'd see, or of my life actually, the whole of, I'd see a sparkly bikini in H and M, and I'd be like, Ooh, I need that for my like mask trip. <laughs> and it's like, actually, Jess, that's gonna look horrendous on you because that doesn't <laughs> yeah. suit your waist or your shape at all but now we know to dress for our shapes and what we are you know our bodies but that's to... getting older that Jess mm. yeah. like you do you have to make mistakes you have to live and learn you have to experiment I never look back at pictures of myself and think that was a brilliant idea yeah. <laughs> but then there's loads of things yeah. I did that weren't brilliant ideas but then I wouldn't be the person I was now if I hadn't made those silly mistakes exactly totally so I, no I, I can't agree with Victoria on that one I do think you remember um, body con dresses we've all had body Oh, yeah. yeah. During the bandage dresses. Mate, literally, I'm I'm flat chested as it is. They they disintegrated my small bust into nothing. Because they're always a boob tube, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I nearly passed out wearing those bandage dresses. (laughs) I I I went out one night. I think it was the worst I'd ever looked. I was bright orange, and I mean bright, and I wore a gold bandage dress. Yep. And it had a hole down the seam on the side, and I got packed. Why? Why that? Have the on hole? purpose? Oh, God knows. God, I just had a little just hole. No, it obviously design. No, no, no. It had a hole. I got through the night. I've obviously got a hole oh. in it. God knows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wasn't but Elizabeth? Looking it back, wasn't Elizabeth Hurley style. <laughs> no, with, like, definitely pin. not. <laughs> looking back, I look at those pictures and I think, what must people like, in their thirties, like a woman, you know, yeah. have thought of me? Like but everyone else dressed the same, so no one was judging. Yeah. It was oh, the fashion dang. back then, wasn't it? Bloody bodycon. I had a bit of a thing for like underwear as outerwear. Did anyone else? <laughs> oh. Like I thought I was the tits. Like, I was like <laughs> pair of high waisted leather pants and like a basque. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was basque. Oh, yes. basque. Oh, Just for the bedroom courses. <laughs> I won't walk basques out every week. Yeah. I'm just going to wear a basque and leather, leather trousers. Leather All right, me too. A basque and jeans. That was like Cheryl cold days. Yeah, that you used yeah. to do Mom, can you come and do my basque out? Yeah. Standard oh, who, Friday night. Who do like, we think we from Titanic. <laughs> yeah. And I always had like a roll of fat underneath the corset above my jeans. Everyone had that. Oh, the muffin top, muffin top, muffin uh, top. underneath the coat, oh. and they were always like satin, a really, really awful yeah, colour satin. satin. I had a purple, a terrible one. mine was lilac with little terrible birds on black it. lace on the top. Like, oh, and would you want? Right, what about this? Get on this. When the, when the night progressed on, and you're getting <laughs> no, like, you're a say. little bit warm in that, <laughs> that rimmel sunshine came on around there. So, yeah, no, but did the bones <laughs> of the basque? 
dent in at, in yes. the waist, and then they were permanently bent in. Oh. So every time you tried to wear it, it just reminds you how fat you are. And oh, how, like, how much strain you are putting this <laughs> garment under. You would have bruises three days later down your ribcage, wouldn't it's you? It's like buy a size bigger, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> have a little conversation. Just move on. <laughs> but they made you, they created boobs for people who didn't have them. They literally gave you an uplift, didn't they? They were quite yeah, my boobs were not pretty in a corset. <laughs> Filling up everywhere. <laughs> Horrendous. Like you were the shell. only one that had boobs out of all of us growing oh. up. Yeah, no, no. Not good. Basque was not a good look. Oh, that was funny. So, um, on to the topic of love and marriage. <laughs> love and marriage. Victoria says, um, in marriage now, she would advise herself to have patience, to bite her tongue and to be supportive and to always preserve a bit of mystique. Never let yourself go completely. At least brush your hair, clean your teeth and have a bit of brow going on. I hope you clean your teeth, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why she never smiles. What are all your thoughts <laughs> on this? She's for you. No, but I think she means because... like if you're having a lazy Sunday morning. Exactly. Always make teeth. sure you're just fresh. And what, so obviously we know your thoughts on that, Gab, but yeah. what, what are your thoughts, girls? Do you feel you can be completely natural around your partner? Obviously we're all at different stages in our relationships and you know can you relax about your appearance now that you're older or do you agree with her would you you know always make sure you're sprucing up a little bit and what would your top tips be in terms of a healthy relationship if you're advising your younger self five years ago I would have said I'll always make sure that I look presentable in front of my boyfriend or husband and make sure I've got you know the minimal of makeup on maybe you know look fresh now Mm -hmm. It is all about confidence. And if you love yourself and you are smiling and bright and bubbly and happy and, you know, you're having a good time with him, then it shouldn't matter how much makeup you've got on. And quite frankly, my boyfriend likes me without makeup, apparently. Most fellas do. I know. They'd be surprised. Would you say 100% natural then, Jess? Well, I've got eyelashes on, so they're like individuals, so it's not completely natural. Tan? Might have a little bit of tan on. (laughs) (laughs) So this is is where I'm going with this. I was asking them exactly. No, not my eyebrows, no. Like lashes and bit tan. Yeah, he's seen hum- me in some bad states. So, I mean, happy. he's like rubbing my back when I've been sick, like on a night out. Yeah, like he's seen me at the worst. That's I love that though. Yeah. I think. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I love Dave and Victoria together. I think they're lovely, and I think their marriage is pretty bang on. They've managed to last the test of time. They've got some lovely kids and all the rest of it. But I don't know. I, I disagree with that. I think yeah. you should love every single part of a person. Yeah. And when you do truly care, they don't have to look like. Like they're going on a night out all the time. Isn't it nicer when you let that guard down? Yeah. And you lie in bed with like your monkey jamas, not your sexy good ones. Yeah. Like yeah. Your, you know, your MS. Yeah. Size 14s because they're comfy. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing yeah. them and you're eating yeah. all the Just cut the label out, no one will know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, oh, How I, do you, you've got, you're very opinionated on this topic. Yeah. Do you disagree? Well, I've come from a, a divorced mum and father. Mm. And my dad had an affair. I'm sorry. When he, oh, that's okay. It was years and years ago. But it wasn't as with a me. result, no. <laughs> as a result, I feel like that made me look guilty. And that's <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, but as a result, my mum has always instilled the fear of God into me oh, about making sure you always look nice, you're always presentable. Like if I get in her car with my hair on top of my hair, she goes, "Yeah, George hasn't seen you like that, has he?" It's Georgia fella. Yeah. My husband and I'm like, uh, yes, mum. Like, so I agree that you can't be on point every night. Mm. I don't think you can schlock mm-hmm. 
in your size 14s mm-hmm. every single night. No, I agree. Like all the time. Yeah. Like it's just because men are men and I know that's horrible. And I know the truth no, is okay. if you love someone, but men aren't like that. Women are like that, yes. Yeah. I, could, I would love George in shitty sweatpants with holes in them till mm. the day, you know, he dies. But it's not like that for women. No. It's not. I'm sorry. That's Yeah, but I think what you're trying to say is don't, you know, spice it up a bit when you can. Like, not as in like don't slog it every single day. You mean like yeah. have your days where you've got no makeup on hair because you do. I've seen you in front of George. You do. Yeah. Not yeah. a scrap on. Oh, yeah, no. And your hair up yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. But then you also but if it's make, Saturday make an night effort. And I'm sat yeah. in with him. I won't look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So like make an effort on other yeah. times. If yeah. it's Sunday morning, you know, I don't go to bed and silk and wake up with a full airbrushed face <laughs> I wake up in the morning in my cotton pyjamas hair on top of my head and go downstairs but I mean if it's a Saturday night and we're sitting in yeah. I won't be in my pyjamas will you not what and I'll put wear? makeup on my face even if I'm not going out for the night if we're oh. staying in I'll put makeup on my face that's very interesting really? see I will I'll be George in my pyjamas I'll oh, just yeah, make sure they're like nice Victoria's Secrets ones you know like I wouldn't Sit there in. Well, yeah, I say that got, I've got some bad winter, pajamas that no one those, can those Primark fluffy ones that we've all got. Yeah, they come out in the, in midwinter. They yeah. are so cozy and warm. But I do know what Warren's thinking every time I put them on. So you do have to. Just... Yeah, my mum answered the door to me in the winter in them, and she went to me, "What on earth are they? Do you never wear them in front of William." I was like, "I'm not going to, mum. It's just my, you know, when you've just got those you comfortable pajamas." You say that. Wait till six years down own. the line. <laughs> I, yeah. um, I had these. Oh, I still got them actually. Kath, you know Kath Kitson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she has like a lovely designer. She's got some great stuff. But like, you don't think Kath Kitson sex appeal? Like, no. They don't go together. No. When I was first going out with her. Kath, and like, oh, I was totally destroyed going into the relationship with him. Like, I wasn't, I, I was very slow on the intimacy front. So, like, a couple of weeks in, well, about a month and a half in, whatever. And I, th- I think we're going to make the leap into yeah. the next level, yeah. Intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> Holding hands. I got really awkward. There. And like, I went, I was so out of practice. Like, I went to the bathroom and got changed, and I come out with me, Kath Kidson. Oh, you didn't. They're like, pass me wrists. <laughs> like, to the floor. Like, Did you have a rolling pin with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, apron. Like a hairnet. No, like, um, powder blue with like loads of flowers, like an old lady's curtains. And like, I come out, and I was like, thought you looked really cute, <laughs> no, didn't like, you? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, honestly, Vicky, those are the biggest fucking passion killers I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, he was like, can you not just like, take the top? Or just, I was like, no. <laughs> you're staying in these. I really thought I'd made a big effort. But sometimes oh. we find them, they're like cute, and you yeah. think, oh, yeah. But really, he's like, what the hell are they? Like, yeah. get the silks on. It's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, no, I mean, no one wants to be lounging around in silk. No. Sweat. It's got to no. be 100% cotton all the way. Oh, I am with yeah. you. But Jess, you had, did you have silk bed sheets at one stage? Yeah, but that's for a purpose. Wrinkles. So silk bed sheets sexy purposes. stop you getting wrinkles oh yeah I've, I literally got some today delivered actually did you I've been using them for about oh I can't sleep in silk that to me oh, is it's the nicest it actually does stay so cold nice. doesn't it it stays Real... really cold yeah. honestly it, it's, it's really good that's why, I'm, you, that's why I wake up looking like a unicorn <laughs> <laughs> for him <laughs> smelling of roses yeah, yeah. Kel? Yeah, so again, I would, I, I wouldn't do what you do, and you know, not wear pajamas in on a Saturday night. If we're staying in, getting a takeaway, that's it. Put my comfies on, and I'm in for the night. Makeup off. Most nights, I'll get home from work and I take my makeup off immediately. Do you? Yeah. So Warren doesn't see me with makeup on a lot of the time because he'll have gone to work and I might not have but it on. But then you're married. You but, should be. Well, no. Like... But this is the point, isn't it? You know, she's married. Like, mm. you know, and. Still, it's still early days. I say early days. I've been married for three years, but you know, 
I do agree with keeping a bit of mystery. And although I won't have makeup on, I'll make sure my hair's brushed. I'll make sure I smell nice. Yeah. You know, I'll make sure Your my pyjamas are clean, nice. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, maybe have a little bit of tan on or my eyebrows are always groomed or whatever. Like, So there's one extreme and there's another extreme, isn't also, there? Also, Warren notices little things, doesn't oh, he? Yeah, He'll yeah. pick it out. Yeah, he will notice. <laughs> I feel definitely. like Essex fellas are very, like, because they're very well-groomed themselves. Yeah. yeah. I do think they're the type that would pick up on something. Do you see a like, difference? Like, a Geordie bloke, like yeah. honestly, I could lose, I could have no head. Really? And be going at the Geordie fella and you'd just be like, something's different. <laughs> I've done quite no Really? Worse. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like it's mental. You guys definitely have it harder, I'd say. What other differences have you noticed between Essex boys and Geordie boys? Um, so I am probably going to get barred from Newcastle for saying this. <laughs> um, when I came down to Essex, I noticed that Essex men are a bit uh, more gentlemanly. I know you're going to yeah. say that. Like they want to look after their women. Yeah. And it's, it's more so of a, yeah, I think it's like that East, East End, End tradition yeah. that's yeah. kind of seeped through and lots of people from the East End have moved out to Essex and yeah. I don't know well, if Geordie blokes are just so used to women being like because we're, we're gobby we're strong up north and I don't know whether they're just so used to like I'm going to fucking do it for myself yeah maybe yeah. alright I won't get the door yeah. I don't know yeah. if we've scared nice. them off being gentlemen yeah really, Essex girls are probably more princessy to be fair aren't they yeah yeah I mean a lot of women want to be looked after mm. but like we all want to be looked after but mm. that you know they want to not do anything for themselves which That's none true. of us around this table are like at all no of yeah. course not well, you know. Within <laughs> <laughs> reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, that brings us to the end of this oh, episode. Vic, no. you've been, once again, as you always are, <laughs> totally honest, so real, so friendly, so bubbly, hilarious, and just a yeah, you're just Lovely a delight. I've followed dream. your career since you were first on Geordie Shore. You bought her di- DVD. Do you remember? Yeah. I told oh, you I went. She bought your DVD, by the way. Your DVD helped me drop a stone and a half for our Vegas holiday. Oh, I did it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I still think you do look amazing. Ah, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. in. Thank you so much. Thank and you good luck with the show and the podcast. I love to come on it. Yes, I'll have you three girls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Vic. <laughs>